All right, welcome to a special Monday edition of The Carousel, the number one show and podcast for all the latest scoop, news, and rumors in college basketball, joined, as always, by our guy Brian Burton from All Access Network. Brian, what's up? What up? What up? Happy Monday. Let's get it. Yeah, big big day today. We've got, uh, in addition to all the, all the latest movement in the coaching carousel, all the hires today, yesterday, Saturday, to talk about. Uh, we also have our conference, the, the Final Four Speaker Series, kicking off tonight. Um, and very excited about that. We've got a full week of, of content, great guests coming in. Uh, tonight, we're going to have Coach Carm at Siena and yep. Jeff Bowles at Ohio, two, two conference champions, uh, kicking us off. So very excited. If, if you're a Rising Coaches member, uh, you'll be receiving a, a link to view that for free. Um, if you want to become a member, uh, you can visit risingcoaches.com. Or if you don't want to be a member and you just want to go to the, the speaker series, you can do that for 15 bucks. Go to risingcoaches.com.coachesclinic.com. So lots of options uh, for your Monday night tonight, Brian. Uh, of course, we'll wrap up right before the Elite Eight games start. Um, so it'll be a perfect primer for you. Brian, you're you're making me dizzy. You got. No, no, you got I'm, I'm, on, I'm on my iPad. It's all right. We're rolling. We're rolling. No, you're good. Um, how was your weekend, Brian? Fabulous. Really good. Lots of family time. We got to watch some good hoops, and uh, yeah, no complaints. Feeling good. Yeah, absolutely. How about um, you? Yeah, it was good. It was good. A lot, a lot of basketball, which is you know this is the best time of year, right? This so the best, best basketball time. We got family time. All good. Can't get better. Yeah, so uh, I didn't lose any games either. It's like I, I'm undefeated still, so that's always a good thing. It's always a good thing. It's really nice sitting in our chair, and that's again why we host this show. It's exactly. not because not we got all the juice, it's because we don't coach, and so we don't give a fuck. We can talk about this stuff and be open and free about it and not worry about playing politics or who's who we're gonna upset or anything like that. So, literally, Adam's favorite line. I love it every <laughs> time he says it. <laughs> Well, let's jump into it. Um, we've got a lot of movement over the weekend. Let's start with uh, Texas Rio Grande Valley. Yep. This one shocked me, man. They hired Matt Figger from Austin P. It didn't shock me because I don't think it's a great hire. I think it's a home run. Matt Figger's outstanding. It's just a little bit of a lateral move. Uh, Figger had done such a good job at Austin P. They were so good over his few years there i uh, unfortunately had a front row seat to a lot of that uh coaching against them uh but uh yeah would have thought that like you know he'd have a bigger job opportunity but maybe rio grand valley is better than i think it is yeah i think rio grand is better than what it was when it was ut pan american i think the rio grand move and the name change helped them get a lot more money in their budget and salaries um but yeah great hire and he kind of snuck in at the last minute uh, at the end of last week, started hearing rumblings actually on Thursday after the show that he was had a good chance to, uh, he interviewed and uh, looks like they uh, went with a proven guy who had already won games, 76 and 51. So 60% win percentage uh, while he was at uh, in the OVC beating up on teams like yours. Uh, no yeah, when, you, when you hear those, you know, you, one thing you got to realize when you hear those like overall numbers, when you're in a league like the OVC, you're getting bought. And so right. your non-conference, it you know, it's only like two teams every year right. in the non-conference above 500. So 66% in conference play. There you go. There you go. Yeah, good coach. Yeah, good really coach good. Came in, the, uh, came in the tree of um, 
Frank um, Martin. Frank Martin. So he was at yeah. Kansas State. They play just like it. They play just like it too. They they defend their butts off. Yep. They're physical. They rebound the hell out of the ball. They're one of those teams that like their best offense is to throw it up on the glass and go get it. They're not afraid yeah. of punky. In other words. No, not at all. Not at all. Uh, yeah, he was at Kansas State and did a good job recruiting Texas when he was there. Had some good Texas players his last couple of years at UTRGV and uh, yeah. So in the WAC conference, he's just got that much better. He's a he's a coach of the year, I think a couple of years ago or a year ago. So they add another really good coach to, to the uh, already loaded WAC conference with conference champions and uh, coach of the years. For sure. Okay. Uh, Brian, you were excited to, to come with breaking news today and yeah, Adam yeah. Nelson beat you to it. Right, That's right. why they call him the dirt King, Ryan. It's, a, it's all in love. It's all in love. <laughs> we're one big happy family. We're all in this together. Uh, yeah. So they, uh, Stanford assistant, um, What's first name? Wilburn. Uh, Jeff Wilburn. Wilburn got hired at Denver uh, this morning, or he's going to get hired today. So uh, got the news this morning. Um, and, yeah, then Adam just probably broke it probably 15 minutes ago. So um, looks like there'll be an official announcement later today. But uh, another high major assistant getting his shot to finally lead the program. He's the associate head coach at Stanford. And, obviously, we know Stanford's success and their pedigree of how they recruit and how they coach and, who they are as men. So it looks like a great hire by Denver. Yeah. Nicest guy you'll ever meet. Um, And for sure, they, he does, he's going to, they're going to do things the right way. They're going to, they're going to live up to a certain standard. They're going to represent the university at the highest level. Um, And and usually when you're doing all those things, you know, you hope that wins follow. A lot of times that is the formula and it, and it does not always. Right. um, but we wish him the best. Uh, should we stay? What do you call that area in the Rocky Mountains? Yeah, Rocky Utah. Mountains, Utah. Is yeah. Utah the Rocky Mountains? It's not, right? Uh, we just call it the Mountain West. It's just called the Mountain West. Okay, but it, why? But it's not the Mountain West. They're in the Pac-12. Well, true. So Utah would be uh, yeah, Rocky Mountain. You call it Rocky Mountain region. Rocky. Mountain what is that region called? Like Utah, Colorado. More or less Rocky Mountain. The Rockies. Okay. We'll, we'll stay that. in the Rockies. We'll, we'll stay, stay in the with that. Uh, Craig Smith. Craig yeah. Smith is their guy. Big that seemed line. it seemed like they took a run at Alex Jensen. Like what happened there? Do you know? Um, yeah, that was the Alex, hot name. I think Alex didn't. He turned down the job. Uh, he turned it down. I think they offered him the job. I think that he did not take it, and so therefore uh, they went to the next choice. I think I think they were pretty hot and heavy after Johnny Bryan as well. Uh, good friend of mine at uh, New York Knicks, associate head coach who um, who did interview. For the position, they did interview him. They wanted to sell after him and Alex Jensen. I think with both of those guys, uh, Alex. So Johnny used to work for Utah Jazz. He played for University of Utah, and then Alex Jensen currently works for Utah Jazz and played for Utah. So I think they were trying to kind of go uh, a little bit, maybe the Minnesota route of hiring a former player who knew what the place was about. And um, looks like both those guys being NBA guys and high-level assistants or associate head coaches wanted to stay at that level. And so they went with the best college coach they could find in Utah, and they got him, Craig Smith. Well, that's how you – that's how, like, perfect example. Like, you take a run at someone, but you do it quick. You yep. do it really quick. Yep. And that way, if you if you strike out, you still got your your plan B right there. And, and it sounded like, you know, between the time that Jensen pulled out, or sometimes people say they pull out, they really just don't get the job. Right. But either way, it was like a bang-bang thing. Yep. Jensen out, Craig Smith hired. Um, that's how you like to see yep. athletic departments run. But 
obviously it's not about like their process. It's about the end Them result. The right guy. Yeah. Yeah. And to their credit, yeah. I mean, I think they probably wanted to hire the alum again, which is cool that they want to go that route and at least honor those guys in that way. And and they went straight for who they wanted as a college coach. So uh, yeah, Craig Smith has done an unbelievable job in Utah State in the three years he's been there. Uh, I think at large bids every year, more or less, or won the tournament two of the years, got an at-large one of the years, if I'm not mistaken, or would have uh, because of last year. They won, they, won the, they won the conference tournament last year, but there was no tournament, no NCAA right. tournament. Right. So right. three right. tournaments in three years, an NBA draft pick, who they didn't recruit, but they did a heck of a job with Sam Merrill, 72-24 uh, and 24 at Utah State. Woo! Pretty good. 72-24. and 24. <laughs> that's, that's, uh, that's winning at a high level. No doubt. Uh, so all right, so that opens up Utah State. Yeah. Um, which really is an unbelievable job. Yes. Um, and by far, if you haven't like Googled their fan base or watched the like the YouTube of their chance, I believe that we will win. Oh my God. It gets you fired up every time. We, we played there when I was at Mississippi state, they smoked us. We were not ready for that environment. <laughs> um, we showed the, we showed our guys the videos and everything trying to warn them, but it's different when you're there in person. No for doubt. Sure. No doubt. I got a couple of good stories of my time at uh, Fresno State playing uh, playing over there. We lost. Oh, in, we lost in overtime. We were up, and yeah, I don't like to relive that game. So, anyway, <laughs> who do you like for Utah State? Uh, yeah, I don't know on this one. I, I think a couple guys that, that need to be mentioned are just two guys that have won conference championships in this state. So Mark Madsen uh, won a conference championship in the state at Utah Valley. So I think he deserves mention. Uh, won a whack. Co-WAC championship with Grand uh, Grand Canyon, and then Todd Simon. I mean, he's going to the WAC as well uh, from Southern Utah. Won a conference championship there. Uh, Craig Smith was coming from a kind of a lower level Division One conference uh, before he got there. So uh, those guys seem to fit as far as being Utah guys and having just come off championships. So um, those are names that came to mind for me. Um, Obviously, you want to think about the assistants, Eric Peterson, David Raglan. I don't know if those guys would have an opportunity, but those guys definitely deserve to be mentioned as well. Yeah, uh, Rags uh, has been in it a long time. Peterson, too. I think Peterson might have been at South Dakota with Craig Smith. He was. Um, he was. And he was a JUCO head coach before that at Wilson State, if I'm not mistaken. And then David Raglan was a head coach at um, – he was a head junior college coach, really successful. Vincennes, right? Wasn't Vincennes. he at Vincennes? Vincennes, yeah. yep. Yeah. Um, I, did Raglan interview for this job or maybe Valpo? He came close on a couple jobs. I think he's been close on a couple jobs. Yeah. So We'd love to see him be, get the nod. This could be his breakthrough. That yeah, we'd love to see him get the nod. Uh, the trend especially. of minority hires, I don't know if Utah State's quite ready for that. but <laughs> <laughs> We'll see. We'll see, we'll right? Um, if they're not ready. Um, Eric Peterson would be a great, great pick as well. Um, you love to see continuity. Yep. You love to see like the hiring from within. Yep. Uh, you got a good thing going. Don't, don't mess it up. Right. Yep. I agree. Um, Those guys have earned it. You know, I think that's the hardest part when you're an assistant and you, you're, you do such a great job and your head coach moves on. It's like, well, we were a part of that too. You know, somebody should probably get a shot. So yeah. those guys deserve mention. Crazy business, right? Right, Brian, you can, Extremely. you can, uh, lose and lose your job. But you can also win too much, get your boss another job, and you get left out in the cold yep. and find yourself out of work. Either way, you're sitting there scrambling, trying to find something. Sometimes those guys get a job and they don't bring you with them. Yeah, I mean, it's just the reality. It's how it 
and sometimes that's how it has to be, you know, yep. not whether, necessarily right whether or wrong. We like, whether we like it or not. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, okay. This is the big one, Indiana. Uh, Mike Woodson, we talked about him on the show last Thursday. I had heard it was down to him and Calvert Chaney. Um, man, people are giving Mike Woodson a lot of flack. Like he's never accomplished anything in his career. I, I kind of like the hire. Like, they're acting like he's a terrible coach. Yeah, the guy won a ton of games in the NBA with shitty teams. I know it's different. I know there's a lot more that goes into coaching college basketball, but I mean, it's also still the same sport. It is still the same. It's still the same orange round ball that you want to put in the hole and stop the other team from doing it. And, and like evaluating and recruiting. I mean, if you the, the Thad the Thad Mata thing was smart. Yeah. Um, and that makes you think like they're going to put together a great staff. Well, and, the, Thad and Mata too, the way I understand it, the Thad Mata thing, he's not actually taking up a coaching position either. So Correct. You'll get to hire three associate head coach if you want and two assistants. So right. those right. would be the biggest things that help Mike Woodson be successful. It's not a matter of if he can coach or if he uh, can is charismatic enough to uh, galvanize the fan base or motivate players or whatever. It's really just about, him making the right hires as an NBA guy, I think that's one of the biggest things to help you be successful. Uh, we just talked about Mark Madsen. We've seen Juwan Howard and his success. I know. Yeah. Goodman, I think Goodman came out with an article about how this is not the Juwan Howard hire, but people didn't think the Juwan Howard hire was a great hire at the time. Damon Stoudemire, Penny Hardaway. Stoudemire. Penny Hardaway just won the NIT. Just so won the freaking NIT, yeah. yeah Patrick so Ewing I, took Georgetown to the tournament. Absolutely. Like, absolutely. Get the fuck out of here with this narrative. Exactly. Um, I agree. So just hire the right staff. Hire the right staff. Hire the right staff. And here's what I think it comes down to, too. I think where you've seen, and I don't know this for a fact, but this is just my guess. This is my take. Since everyone else is putting their take out there, I'm going to give my take, damn it. Uh, uh, I'm fired up. I got the COVID vaccine. I like morning, you, Brian, so I, I, I'm like. <laughs> we got the Monday. We got the Monday. <laughs> my man, Adam Gordon. I love it. Um, no, I think this is what it comes down to. Like NBA, college, whatever. Are, are, are you like, are the relationships with your guys the most important thing to you? Yep. Clearly, Jawan Howard is fantastic about the, yep. with that. Damon Stoudemire, like all these guys that have been successful, Mark Madsen, all of them, like they truly care about their guys. And so if you care about them, you can figure out if you're an NBA coach, you're smart enough to figure out, oh, we got to do study hall here. Right. We're in college. Right. We have to check, right? You know, like right. you can, it's not that complicated. Come on, guys. We've all done it. Um, yeah, it's just about it's just about getting the right staff that can help them understand the college basketball, bridge the gap, right? Like you talked about right. with Penny, you talked about with uh, David Stoudemire, George, um, Patrick Ewing. There's plenty of guys that have been successful. Jawan Howard's probably the most successful right now because he's on his way to hopefully competing for a national championship. Um, but yeah, I think I wanted to read uh, David Aldridge's uh, thing that Rising Coaches put out this morning. I thought it was really good. David Aldridge, <laughs> ESPN says. Um, hiring Mike Woodson, and I see Indiana basketball is hiring Mike Woodson, and I see a lot of college basketball cops are already killing the move before he's even uh, coached a game. I have no idea if Woody will be successful. Power six hoops is often way more than XOs if you get the meaning, but I'd love to see a Venn diagram intersecting today's hot takers with a, those that said Michigan was crazy to hire an NBA guy, Jawan Howard, with no head coaching experience. B and those who said Leonard Hamilton was a failed NBA coach went to Florida State and hired him. I'm I'm with you. I'm with you, DA. 
the Leonard Hamilton one's a stretch. That was like 30 years ago. Right, right, right. But I'm with you 100%. Um, and I think everything I know about Woodson is like he's always the reason he's been successful with the Knicks. Like he had great relationships with his guys. Yep. And um, what else was I going to say about it? Oh, I'm so fired up. I lost my train of thought. Anyways, I like it. I'm sure they'll – who are you going to hire? If you're Mike Woodson, who are you hiring as your assistant? Throw some uh, names out there. Mm. Put me on the spot. Put me on the spot. Um, Who do you like? So we'll tell you, say this. The formula that Juwan Howard used, we'll use that example. Okay. He hired a head coach. Phil uh, Martelli, which he's got. Phil Martelli, which he kind of has in that model, right? So he also retained uh, Sandy, Was- Sandy Washington. Uh, yeah. So I thought that was as important as anything. And then Howard and he, Isley. He's your, you know, guy that knows the recruiting landscape. And then, and then you hire Howard Isley. You know, yeah. I do think Jawan Howard, because of his sons, is more plugged into the recruiting base and players and who's good and who's not than Mike Woodson. For so sure. I would say you probably need to hire two guys that really are good. One's got to be really good in Indiana and one just good, period, to help you get players. I don't have any names. You got nothing? I got nothing. All right, I'm going to throw one out just top of my head. I haven't put any thought into this, but Kareem Richardson, why not? I that one. He's at Indiana like State. He knows Indiana. He was the head coach at UMKC. I like he was that an assistant one. at Louisville when they won the national championship. So he's been at that highest level of the really high. Good. That's a really good name. I like that um, one. Yeah, I like that one too. I like that one. Uh, I'll think of some more and we'll throw them out. If you think of some, just throw them out, okay? I, I, I would even throw out, to, to, to piggyback the Louisville thing, I'd throw out Joaquin Jones. Yeah. I'd throw his name out there. Been a head coach at Cal. Has been also won a national championship as an assistant. Uh, has recruited at a high level. Uh, has been out of it for a year. Has plenty of perspective. Has been networking, and I think he, I think he'd be another great one. So yeah, you need you need really good players, but you need really good people that also know how to manage and have relationships with those players, like you said. So uh, those two names, yeah, great names. I like it. I like it. We're fired up on a Monday. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, all right, where are we going next? Uh, let's go Fordham. Uh, Kyle Neptune. They they were just waiting. Like. Everybody was panicking because they were going all over the place. Is it officially done? I actually was on the phone last night. I didn't know if this was actually done yet. I read it on Twitter. Uh, Somebody reported it. Some one of the national people reported that. I like it. It's a done deal. So I like, and they just finished playing, so they finally had. They were waiting. Yeah, they were waiting. Shante Liggins did the same thing. So yeah, Yeah. Fordham said, "Relax, guys. We got this. (laughs) Let the tournament play out." All the ridicule. (laughs) We got it. They just keep. They keep winning. Okay. Uh. I got some so, hot so, so so love that hire though. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's he's been a long time Villanova assistant. Villanova is one of the creme de la creme top shelf programs in college basketball. Uh can't find a classier head coach than Jay Wright. And I'm Kyle Neptune. I don't know him personally, but if he's been with Jay Wright that long, that's there's no more stamp you can have for me. So I think great hire by Fordham. No doubt. I've got some hot scoop here. DePaul. Yeah, what you got? What you got? What you got? I, actually, this is not hot scoop, but this is uh, I, I'm I'm connecting a, a lot of dots, so this is not like coming from a reliable source at all. This is just stuff that I was thinking this about. Is you, and, this is you doing what you do. Uh, Dana Ford, Dana Ford, head coach at Missouri State, uh, proven he can win there. He he won at Tennessee State as a head coach. Very young, despite you know his seven or whatever years of head coaching experience. I think he's a little younger than me. I'm I'm 36. I think he's like 35 or 34. Um, what am I doing with my life? Right. He's, <laughs> he's already led two, ter- two teams. Um, you're, you're leading rising coaches. You're leading the podcast. True, what are you doing? True. 
Uh, but Dana's, you know, obviously he's a Chicago guy. He's an Illinois guy. Yep. He's tied into Chicago. He's got the experience. His teams always win and play with that brand of toughness, similar to like a Matt figure that we talked right. about earlier. Right. Uh, it would be honestly, he's a young, hungry dude. I'd really like that hire. I think that one would be really good. Yeah, uh, you look at their last two head, two head coaches. No, no one's mentioned it, and that's usually how it goes. They usually come out of left field. Yep. But you look at their last two hires, Dave Lato, Oliver Purnell, both legends, both Hall of Famers. Um, Dave Lato's a Hall of Famer, right? In some form or fashion, somewhere. Yeah, sure. yeah. yeah. Um, but both guys, like, towards the end of their career, I think both were in their 60s when they took the job. Yep. Why not flip it and go with the uh, you know somebody in their mid thirties who's hungry and you know is going to be out there? I hate to say grind. Everyone, what does right, right, that mean? Right, right, right. You know, what I mean, somebody that's young is going to beat the pavement. Yeah, he's uh, definitely about rolling the sleeves up. He's been successful with two programs already. He's turned around Missouri State, uh, done a great job there. And um, yeah, there's no doubt about his work ethic and how relentless he'll be. And definitely a different change of energy. They kind of go the, the older, uh, kind of OG veteran. Uh, way and uh, it's been good at times, but I think it's time to probably change it up. I think Dennis Gates is another name that people have mentioned a lot for this job and think that he may be the front runner now that um, Kenny Payne is supposedly no longer uh, in this race. And uh, people have mentioned Porter Mosier many times and how much he loves Chicago and uh, that he may be interested. I find it a little hard to believe because he's doing such a good job where he's at and has such a culture there, but um. Yeah, I like I like uh, I like the idea of bringing somebody young, energetic who's already proven want to win at the lower level. Yeah, and certainly Dennis Gates fits that bill to a T as well, and he'd be, he'd be a home run too. Uh, okay, um, I got some scoop for you at EIU. You want to hear like what it. I got I here? Like I like it. Scoop. So we got four pe- four people uh, coming onto campus today. Uh, nice. not, I'm sorry, not today. This week. This week, um, we talked about it last week. Marty Simmons, yep. uh, former head coach at Evansville. Link Darner, former head coach at Wisconsin Love Green Bay. Yep. Rod Judson. Um, oh. I think he was on staff at Indiana. He's He's been in it for a long, long time. Um, he actually coached the AD at Illinois many, many years ago. Got it. Uh, they have a personal relationship there. And then Armand Gates, younger brother of – is he younger than Dennis Gates? Brother of Dennis Gates. I don't know who's older. Brothers. Yeah. Um, and he's at Nebraska, right? He is at Nebraska. So those are the four uh, seeming to be finalists there at EIU. I like so it. we'll see what happens. Um, we, had college a, we, Char- had, we had a new hire. Oh, yeah, go ahead. College Charleston. Yeah, College Charleston hired Pat Kelsey. Yep. Pretty good Pretty good hire there, right? Yeah, I mean, just after the year they had, he definitely deserved to be able to have a new job and move up the ranks. And College Charleston, obviously, a really big-time mid-major job. And uh, I don't know that anyone did a better job coaching this year than Winter uh, and what they did. So much credit and well-deserved. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Pat Kelsey proven, you know, really not just this year, but his whole time at Winter has been absolutely. at the top of that league. And, and Winter's kind of been one of those jobs that people have gone and done well and uh, moved up. Well, let's talk, let's talk about Winter. It's a big-time, low-major job. High level. Uh, great now, now they, they, they tradition. Said low major. They would consider themselves a mid major, but well, yeah, but that's but they're not. <laughs> <laughs> they're not a they're not a mid major. They're a low major. They're, they're in the what is it, the conference, but they could consider themselves to be or the big, big south, big south, right? 
they're not a mid-major conference, but like Gonzaga, these, these schools in these conferences, you know this, Adam, they like to consider themselves not where their league is, but where they are. Right. Well, that's great. And their fan base is that level. Yeah, um, for sure. And their traditions that level. Yep. But their uh, the reality is that they are low major, <laughs> and their expectations sometimes are a little ridiculous. Um, Randy Peel got got ran out of there after, I think, going to the tournament or winning twenty two games or something crazy. It was years ago. Um, I'm over it, but. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, they uh, but a really really good low major job, a great job for like an up and comer. It has been a really good stepping stone for a lot of guys. No question. Greg Marshall, you know, of course, is the the one that comes to mind. Yep. People haven't mentioned his name in a long time. We'll keep it moving. Uh, what's uh, what names you got here? Any any names you think would be good? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I wasn't I wasn't prepared for that. I, I, let me think about it. Who do you right, think? We'll come, we'll come back. We'll come back to it. We'll come back to it. Okay. You got anybody off the top of your head or no? Um, I don't. That's more your wheelhouse. I wanted to let you go first, but yeah, we'll it's come, my. We'll I should know. We'll come back. South Carolina school. We'll come back to it. Speaking um, of South Carolina schools, let's talk about our guy Tony Madlock, South Carolina State new head coach. Uh, yes. NIT champion. Uh, Memphis's own, and um, yeah, longtime assistant coach did it. People kind of forget he did an awesome job, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, at Ole Miss when he was the interim head coach for yes. a stretch of time. Did a really good job as the head coach, and as we all know, hard to get these opportunities. You see guys um, like Deion Sanders going this route to go um, in the swag of Miak. You see, uh, what's some of my guy's name? Uh, they play with Mo Williams. They play with LeBron. That was an assistant, played in the NBA. He's a, a head coach in in this at the same level, HBCU. So excited for Alabama Tony State. Madlock. Yeah, yeah. Alabama State. Yeah, um, and there's got to be no better feeling than like getting a head job, but like winning a championship and then taking your job. Like absolutely, he just won the NIT. He's gonna get his ring. He's just like mail it to me, guys. Mail it to South Carolina State. I'm out. Exactly, I'm out. And then you get to walk in as a champion. Like, yeah, exactly. That's did. big time. So, yeah, I'm excited for him. He's going to do well. Uh, great dude, great recruiter, great basketball coach, and a tremendous person. So excited for him. Yeah, really good hire. Well done. Um, what do we got? UT Martin, anything new there? You you gave us some names like two weeks ago on their inter- – like who they interviewed. Um, what's going on? I what are they waiting on? I've tried to, to kind of go circle back on it, and I haven't been able to have much success. Um, some of the similar names that you said um, – one was Link Darner. Um, I don't have anything new from last time, so I'd basically just be saying the same names as last time. But uh, Link yeah. Darner, Jermaine Kimbrough, um, it was an Luke assistant at Valpo. Yep. Luke Gore, yep. Um, I heard they brought in Anthony Bean recently um, from Northern Illinois. He was a longtime assistant at Southern Illinois. He's a Barry Henson guy. Um, so we'll see what they do. I heard he what, came in recently. So what? what's – that's what makes me wonder, like, what's taking so long? Yeah, they cut our guy Montez Robinson, who really should have gotten a chance at it. Yep. Um, but you know, whatever. Uh, yeah, it's I don't know. It's taking so long because this one was, I mean, they kind of knew the whole year, much even earlier than you know. Again, rest in peace to both coaches at Stewart and Coach Hill, uh, tremendous coaches and people, um, tragically passing away this year. But you know, UT Martin's known since the beginning of the year and RGV and maybe they didn't know they were going to open it, but they've known if you are going to open it, 
then probably want to move fast. Similar to UTRGV, they've already hired their coach. So, I'm a little but you don't know. You don't know what's going on. They could be grieving. You know, they could be grieving. Like they could be. It could be like hard. You know, you just don't know. It's an impossible situation that no doubt. very few people, fortunately, have had to go through. No doubt. And I wouldn't um, wish it on anybody. And take as much time as you need. Just hire the guy you want. Yeah. 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 Um, did we cover everything? No, I know there's still outstanding jobs out there, but do we cover the main ones? Uh, I think. What else do you want to talk about? Probably the main ones. There's a few other ones that are still open, but I don't know that anything's changed. San Jose State. What you got there? Not much. Not much. <laughs> okay. Not much at all. Um, I think Marvin Menzies is, is involved. I think we've talked about that. I think he would be a great hire because he's a proven winner. It's a really hard job. One of the harder basketball jobs. Uh, maybe even in the country because it's such a high-level conference, such a high-level play, um, and it's San Jose State. Just don't have the facilities, don't have the tradition, uh, don't have the resources. So Marvin Menzies would be great because he knows how to do more with less. Um, I did hear a name or two other, but they didn't make sense to me, so they're not worth repeating. So okay. I got. Uh, any names? Uh, anyone else you want to hire at Indiana? Giving you another chance to hire an assistant there if you want it. At Indiana, yeah, as an no, assistant, we got, some, we got we got some open Texas jobs though. We got we got an OU job that's open that's pretty big. We got a Texas Longhorns job that's open that's pretty big. We we can talk about some of those. We got Corpus, we got Lamar. Yeah, yeah. What do you want to start with? Let's start with Texas. Let's we start got, with the flagship. Yeah, we got Hofstra still still too. So we got a few we got a few left before we close. Okay. Yeah, we got a few more minutes. Why not? What do you got at Texas? Who do you like there? Uh, Texas, I think everyone you know, in the world probably thinks this is going to get done. Isn't it done? Is, Chris Beard is, 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 should be done. It's done, right? It's, yeah. I don't know if it's done, but it should be done. It sounds like it's done. I think it's done. I believe it's done. We're I calling it done on this show. I believe it's been done. <laughs> okay. Hold on. Let me just add the word tech. Here we go. Texas tech. What do we got here? Yeah, this is uh. so going back to the assistant thing, you know, does, does Mark Adams get a shot? I don't know. Really good head coach at Howard junior college is the mastermind behind their defense. So I think he should get a shot. I don't know if he will. Uh, so I want to mention that. Um, the name that people like to mention the most is probably Grant McCaslin, uh, former director of basketball operations there. His wife played soccer there. Um, he is a obviously as hot a name as any in the country. And then Joe Golding uh, would be in that same mix. He's Chris Beard's one of his best friends, former player. Uh, he's in that conversation, and then along with a guy like Paul Mills, who just went to the Sweet 16. So those are the kind of the easy names for that one. Two no-brainers for sure. Well, Paul Mills too, but I don't know that he's got the Texas ties, does he? Uh, well, he was at Baylor. So yeah, there you go. He, he does have Texas ties. Yeah, his two, yeah. his two best players are from Texas. Oklahoma is right there recently. So yeah, he's he's in the conversation, and we'll probably swing to OU, and he's in the conversation at OU too as an outside person that could get that job. Okay, let's go. Let's go over you then. Uh, yeah, Oklahoma. So Paul Mills is in the conversation. Uh, I think similarly, Grant McCaslin's in the situation regionally, right down the road at North Texas is probably a two-hour drive. Um, I think you know, selfishly and biasedly, from being a former staff member of his, I think he would be elite here. He's kind of everything he touches turns to gold. He won a national championship at Midland. Uh, did a tremendous job at Midwestern State. Went to two elite eights. Uh, did a good job at Arkansas State in one year, and then what he's done in North Texas to win three championships in four years, if I'm not mistaken, and go further than they've ever gone, uh, has definitely proven he's worthy 
of a job like this. Um, Joe Golding in that conversation. There are some outliers. I mean, there's there's guys like Porter Moser that just went to the Sweet 16 again, too, that probably would love to have a job like Oklahoma and, and could fit, even though it's maybe stylistically not how the Big 12 plays. I think he's a coach that can coach anywhere, coach on the moon, and he can coach his butt off. So uh, he's a name to mention. Um, so, yeah, it's a few of them on Oklahoma. Absolutely. Well, let's do this, Brian. Let's let's tie a bow on it for the day. I like we'll it. be back tomorrow, same time. Back we'll be back it. all week, Monday through Friday at noon, uh, with with a special week of the carousel. Just too much to talk about to wait till just Thursday. Absolutely. Um, we want to thank our sponsors uh, for sure. Shout out to them, Doctor Dish, the best shooting machine in the world, Brian. Um, and uh, again. The Final Four speaker series starting tonight. I know there's a lot going on in the basketball world. Uh, obviously, the NABC has their deal going on this week. Uh, Black Coaches United has a what looks like an unbelievable uh, clinic on Wednesday. Yep. Um, make sure you guys check that out. They've got a great lineup. Um, and like I said, the, the speaker series starting tonight with Carm at Siena, Coach Carm Acciariello. Did I say that right? And yeah, I think I did. I've been working on saying his name. For like <laughs> um, and uh, Jeff Bowles from Ohio. But tune in all week. We've got James Jones from Yale. Dennis Gates from Cleveland State will be speaking. Um, we've got phenomenal speakers. Uh, Josh Pastner, Joe Pasternak, yep. uh, Molly Miller, Felicia Leggett-Jack. Uh, we've got an unbelievable lineup. So if you're a Rising Coaches member, you can attend for free. You'll be sent a free link to attend. Uh, if uh, you want to sign up for a membership, you can do so at risingcoaches.com. Or if you want, if you're not a member, you don't want to be a member, you hate rising coaches, but you still want to go to the, to the conference, um, you can go to risingcoaches.coachesclinic.com. Risingcoaches.coachesclinic.com. Pay 15 bucks and you get access uh, to the whole thing. So yep. you get a lot of options. Um, and we appreciate you guys tuning in. Brian, last chance, man. Who you who you hiring as your assistant at Indiana? I'm calling Adam Gordon from Rising Coaches. Okay, let's go. I like it. <laughs> All right, Brian, good to good to talk. To, good to do yeah, this as Monday, always. And Monday, uh, Monday, Mondays, you're fired up, man. We may have to look at rescheduling the day. <laughs> different zone on Mondays. <laughs> it's the vaccine that's got me. It's got me going I on like a different it. level today. All right, B. Good seeing you, man. Good and uh, we'll see you again tomorrow. Okay, later.